0: Hello, everyone. You're listening to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode number 103, recorded on Thursday, September the 7th, 2023, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. On today's show, we'll be talking with a local organization that is helping women in our community find a road to recovery from addiction. Unfortunately, for many reasons... Most people dealing with a drug or alcohol addiction problem rarely get the treatment that they need. But in Fort Wayne, we're fortunate for organizations like the Redemption House that provide caring, impactful resources to help women overcome addiction and lead them to healthy, rewarding lives. So today, to learn more about the Redemption House, I'm thrilled to welcome Executive Director, Tommy Carden on today's show. Tommy, thanks for coming today.
1: Thank you for having
0: me, Mayor Henry. Okay, I've got uh, a number of questions that uh, we'd, I, I'd like to ask you today because I think it's important, as I said in, the, in my introduction, that people get a, a, a better understanding of some of the services that we offer in Fort Wayne and why Fort Wayne is a is a very special place to live. So, first of all, listeners may not be familiar with you uh, or your or your background or. Uh, where you come from and so on. So can you give us a kind of a brief description of Tommy?
1: Sure, I'll keep it as brief as possible. It's been an interesting (laughs) life (laughs) that led me to this point. So I grew up um, just south of Fort Wayne in Ossian. Mm, I went to Norwell and graduated from there. Then I moved to Fort Wayne. And waited tables at an old restaurant, a former restaurant called Margie's Cafe. Oh, yeah, Remember that? I yeah. remember Margie's. Went to IPFW, graduated from there, um, struggled a little bit to figure out what exactly I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I ended up with degrees in marketing, psychology, and organizational leadership. Right. Nice I went to work. Yeah. Right. You could do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. I went to work for Eugene Parker oh, and Roosevelt sure. Barnes working in the professional sports world. I thought I was going to be the next Jerry Maguire. Right? <laughs> I had grand visions of my professional success. And, and, and then there came an opportunity in 2004 that I was invited to participate At the local jail in a chaplaincy service, right? So we did Bible, or we did an actual church service up in the chapel, in the jail, and uh, and my my world changed that night. Mm -hmm. Uh, The pastor's wife of the church I was attending invited me. She asked me to close the service in prayer, and I was a newer Christian at that time. I had not been a believer for long, Mm -hmm. Um, but I I prayed, and there was that light bulb moment Yes, where I stumbled across something that I felt was going to change the trajectory of my life. So from that point, I continued working in the professional sports world for a while, but I started drifting. My heart was different. My heart was someplace else. I was in the jail. I started doing Bible studies on the Q block. I started doing the substance abuse and recovery classes two, three days a week. I was down there Mm -hmm. and it was during that season of my life uh, that I really believe God gave me the vision for the transition home I would run one day.
0: Wow, what a transformation. Yeah,
1: so over, the, yeah, over that first you know, few years, it was a real struggle to let go of what I thought were my dreams, mm-hmm. to follow what I felt were my dreams. And, uh, and it took some time between then and the start of Redemption House, but it was a, a, a season of transformation for myself, which opened a lot of doors mm-hmm. for what I'm able to help women do today.
0: Okay, so you became executive director of Redemption House, and what year was that?
1: Uh, Redemption House started in 2012.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. they have been around now for about years. a decade, yeah. okay, 11 years. Uh, as executive director, mm-hmm. uh, what what's your day consistent? I mean, what do you do?
1: Yeah, well, earlier this year, I was actually named the CEO of oh, Mayor Henry. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't change a lot of what I do.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> My sole focus each day when I wake up is to how can I best position this ministry in our community to help the women we serve. Every woman that comes to our program is Mm court-ordered, so we work very closely with our local court systems, a lot of surrounding county courts, um, and and problem-solving courts, and and we work with even our state prisons for women that are returning to our community, coming out of uh, prison and serving their sentences. So what I want to do is make sure that our relationships are strong, that our collaborations are solid, that our communication is good with our partners. Mm-hmm. And I just think about how can we help change someone's life today? And sometimes that's through making the tough decisions too.
0: You you work with female clients and it, there, there appears to be a, an increase in challenges with drug abuse and alcohol abuse. And, some people say it was because of the pandemic it's there's probably no one single issue that that drives it but uh what what uh, what do you you know what what do you see going on in that in that arena
1: well, I will assure you we were busy before the pandemic
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, uh, and we've remained busy since. It did have an impact on the criminal justice system. So, you know, the courts closed down for a while. Um, but what I've noticed coming out of the pandemic, right, we survived it. We, we, we actually were able to thrive through it with the support of our faith community here mm-hmm. locally. <clears throat> but coming out of it, um, priorities have shifted a little bit and the importance of relationship has become even more vital contact, interacting with people, right? Because we isolated a bit during COVID Mm -hmm. and in addiction, it is a very isolating challenge for that men and women face. So coming out of that, I have seen the importance of the the relationship, of the ability to go out and meet people and form relationships, to invite people into our homes, to meet the women, to interact with the women, to form relationship, Mm -hmm. because addiction is an isolating struggle. And, and if you don't have people walking with you, your chances of success yeah, are, that, are That
0: can be oh. a, real, a real struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do you follow the same principles? Many people hear about AA mm-hmm. and, and the different steps and mm-hmm. so on. Is that what you utilize as well?
1: We do, AA and NA, right? Mm-hmm. So right. those group meetings, then those 12 steps are, are vital to, uh, to recovery. We work through a program called Celebrate Recovery, which is a Christian version of you know, the 12 steps. But our focus, even more so than, than the steps of recovery, is the recovery of your life. So when we provide a home for a, for a woman, mm-hmm. it becomes a family. It has responsibilities. You learn life skills. You know how to do laundry and how to cook meals and how to set alarm clocks and how to go on job interviews right. and how to mediate your own conflicts with people, right? It's a, a place to reclaim life while working towards recovery. You know, September is National Recovery Month. What a great That's time true. to talk That's true. about this. Yeah. That's
0: true. So you have the Redemption now, so women actually live there. Yes. And how many women can you house at any given time? So
1: we have two court order transitional living homes. Okay. And each house there can hold 16 women. Wow. Yeah, up to 16 women. So wow. 32 women at any given time can be court ordered to our program. Those two houses are staffed 24-7. They have every night of the week programming. Wow. Um, they have those responsibilities. It's very structured, mm-hmm. but it's that environment where we believe that their their faith can be developed and their life okay. can be redeemed.
0: Uh, there are some uh, other programs I know for, for men throughout the community, 13th step house mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. other, other uh, recovery centers. Uh, are there do you have, I don't want to say competition, yeah. but are there other programs uh, in Fort Wayne that, that you work with?
1: Absolutely, we are a part of a family that serve women, that care. Okay. I am friends with a number of other directors okay, and CEOs, um, some really good ones, really good ones. Don Don Etzel over at Hope Alive, Hope Alive you know sure. the Karis House, you know right, there's, right. and I'm going to forget some, and I apologize <laughs> to my friends, but yes, there are good, good, good options out there. Good. Not enough. I mean, they're the no, they we need enough. more.
0: Right, sure. But
1: yeah, we have some excellent organizations. But you work with community. the
0: correctional system too, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the whole criminal justice system. Yes. Uh, so I would assume if redemption House wasn't there or other programs weren't there, then the court would be very limited very. in mm-hmm. what they could do with women who may have had some involvement with criminal activity, but it was, it was as a result, perhaps, of their addiction. Yes. So if you weren't there... Yeah. They would really be in the criminal justice system. I but believe you, so. So you have this partnership. Mm-hmm. We have now. a great
1: partnership, Good. and we work really well together, and it's really based on integrity, communication, and doing what we set out to do. Well,
0: you've talked about the, faith, the faith-based programming of redemption. Now, we happen to be blessed in Fort Wayne, to have a very strong faith-based community mm-hmm. and represent a number of different approaches, whether it's Catholicism or the Methodist or uh, Episcopalian, a number of others. Yeah. Again, I don't want to leave right. Anybody don't out, leave anybody <laughs> out. Don't start listing things. Uh, so, uh, so you you work well with all of those communities as well.
1: We do. I'm I'm very proud to say that Redemption House is supported uh, on a regular basis. In different ways, by mm-hmm. over 50 different oh, yeah, uh, churches and, and faith populations in our community, uh, and from all backgrounds, you could be at our event and someone could show up in a collar, or in jeans. Yeah,
0: they can, you know, the, they they can
1: they can baptize by uh, uh, immersion or sprinkling, <laughs> right? They can uh, worship in many different ways. But the mission of Redemption House is that thing that brings people <laughs> together, redeeming broken lives, uh, sharing the love of Jesus. Yeah.
0: How big is your staff?
1: We have 25 on staff now there, Henry. Yes. So we have uh, direct care staff <laughs> who work in the houses covering shifts 24-7. Are they like social workers? Uh, no, we like are counselors? a variety oh, of okay. individuals. So our direct care staff really have a heart um, for this population. We have over 75 years of sobriety amongst our team. Wow. I claim 24 years of those yeah. myself. So, uh, So we've gone through this. Thank you. We've, we've walked this walk. We've, we've lived this life. So our passion is to help these women put their lives back together. But then we've amassed this great leadership team. Uh, we developed the alumni network a few years ago, and that uh, makes graduate housing available. So after women complete our court-ordered portion of, of programming they can move on into a graduate house safe sober affordable housing right so we have an alumni network staff we with six houses now we have a facilities and maintenance staff right mm-hmm. <laughs> and so things just continue to grow and and we're blessed that we are able to be an employer in our community and a ministry partner in our community
0: now you you mentioned you work with the faith-based community you work with our our Criminal justice system. Do you have other partners as well? Then uh, I, I know the YWCA mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. a number of offerings. and yeah. And the, so you you have a as you mentioned earlier a network. Yes. Uh, so there are a number of agencies in town that you work with besides. Absolutely.
1: We want to be a good partner, and we don't. I do. I do not want to recreate any wheels that already exist in our community and are doing good work. So when it comes to job placement, so re- employment is a requirement in our program. So we work with places like Blue Jacket, who has a great program, uh, I'm and sure. those are in Social Services Job Works or Works program, and we work with a lot of our temporary placement agencies with good relationships. We want our girls to take advantage of what exists and what their passions and priorities are, and mental health. Right, that's a sure. huge component of recovery. We work with Park Center and Bowen Center and different counseling services, and you know, we work with uh, other agencies that help provide programming, uh, like 410 Ministries and, and um, the MindCap Center. Uh, we work with local colleges and universities on internship programs for their students. So their you know social service, criminal justice students will come in and intern with us, and then. Well,
0: Tommy, where do you get your funding? I mean, this is, you've got six Do you have any? (laughs) Well,
1: you never know. How do, no. Uh, Again, when you talk about what do I wake up in the morning thinking about, how am I positioning us well, and what is out there that we can be a part of? So the majority of our funding is from foundations and grants. So we are uh, well-funded through foundations and grants. We do some fundraisers, um, and people can find that information on our website and our Facebook page Um, regularly. We're inviting people into our homes to see what we do. We do, uh, our women do pay um, program service fees, small, but still mm-hmm. it's a part of learning how to be independent. And then private contributions, because we are not state or federally funded. I to yeah. ask that. Yeah, okay. so uh, individual, corporate, church donations are our are, are lifeblood.
0: Wow, that's tremendous. <laughs> uh, while a woman is in your program, I mean, I assume they come in, they stay for a period of time, whatever uh, their case workers determine uh, as an appropriate amount of time, and then they rotate out. Is that the way it works?
1: Yes. So our program is a court-ordered six months.
0: Oh, six months. Yes. So
1: every woman is ordered to complete the six-month program. At the end of that six months, they have the opportunity to stay up to an additional six months. Ah, And that can be their choice, or it can be the court program that says, let's give it a few more months then they submit what we call an exit plan and a relapse prevention plan relapse prevention plan mm-hmm. and there are some other uh, criteria they have to meet to graduate but once they meet those criteria they become graduates and alumni of our program and that's when a number of the additional services kick in we do the the graduate housing we offer uh, referrals to different agencies for help and services we do recovery support meetings for graduates we do a lot of those outreach and networking things that women that have completed get to be a part of so they may be ordered there at the beginning they become a part of our family for life
0: so you have a half a dozen different homes yes in fort wayne uh is it all they're all in fort wayne yes uh so what's your hope uh obviously when you when you first became CEO or mm-hmm. executive mm-hmm. director at the time. Uh, how many how many facilities did you have at that one? Time? One. <laughs> now you have yes. six. Yeah. Uh, so where do you want to be you know, several years from now?
1: Is world domination possible?
0: <laughs> well, no. i I'm,
1: I'm kidding, really. Um, what I want for our future is more opportunity to walk longer with the women we serve. Housing is a challenge. Housing for families is a challenge. It, you think it's hard to find an apartment for a single woman who's involved in the criminal justice system, mm-hmm. who uh, you know, struggles with employment and has all of these barriers mm-hmm. for her by herself to find a place to rent that she can afford that, mm-hmm. is, that is safe and sober. Uh, you add children to the mix and it becomes even more challenging. So going forward, I want to ha- be able to provide more opportunities. And I don't have to own all the houses. I, I love the idea of partnership and collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we would love to do things like like um, Javier Mondragon's doing yeah, over average sure, bridge of grace Javier. and housing opportunities. Or, you know, any, any of those agencies um, that are working on housing. Redemption House has a great program with lots of accountability, lots of stability and structure. We can partner to make these opportunities available. I don't have to dominate this real estate market in Fort Wayne. (laughs) I
0: I, I know affordable housing has been a challenge for a number of agencies. Mm -hmm. And you know, whether it's for clients that you work with uh, or people who are income challenged in general, Mm -hmm. uh, the elderly, sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, handicapped individuals, (laughs) uh, both uh, physical and mental, mentally challenged. yeah, that's affordable housing is, is, is a tough one, especially in today's marketplace where developers love building market-priced homes. And, and you uh, don't blame them. And so right? far, yeah. they, can, they can get the money. It's
1: a business, uh, exactly. right? Exactly, <laughs> it's a business.
0: Uh, during recessions and the like, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But right now, you know... Our, our country yeah. uh, is is doing relatively well, mm-hmm. so it's it's hard to get developers to build affordable housing. Yeah, they is. they want to be compensated in, in, mm-hmm. in some other way than if they're going to do that. So that's a tough one. I, I can appreciate your 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 your, mm-hmm. uh, your plight at mm-hmm. this time. But uh, to the listening public, it's imperative that if we are going to have programs like yours that really meet a need in our community, that we work with you in partnership yeah. to the extent that we can so those out there who are in a position to assist yes. uh, that would be uh, that would be great so in, in my request of them uh, if they want to get hold of you how do they get hold of you
1: so our website is
0: redemption house fw.org and
1: okay. you can email the website you can reach out to the phone number on the website you can if you have ideas if you if you want your church to know more about us Mm -hmm. if your business is looking for uh, a great organization to support in their philanthropic efforts if your family has been blessed and you know the holidays are coming up Mm -hmm. so many times we don't need more presents what if we could get together and do something for someone else right if you're having those kind of ideas reach out to us Mm -hmm. because we are here we've been here a long time we're not going anywhere and remember, the women that we are committed to serving, to helping reclaim and redeem their lives, you know they're going to be a part of our community. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have mm-hmm. someone who's gained some of these skills, sure, who has yeah. these relationships and support, right?
0: Uh, do- donations what you probably need more than anything mm-hmm. is monetary donations.
1: Well, those are always. Okay. Welcome. That's, yes.
0: If someone had something else they wanted mm-hmm. to donate, you know, uh, and I'm thinking women who mm-hmm. are entering into the workforce. Yes. Uh, Clothes are huge. Clothes. Okay. And
1: right now think too, the seasons are changing. So we're not going to keep all of the summer things that we've collected. We're going to donate those on to other agencies who are set with space for storage. And we're asking for jackets and coats and boots. And, 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 you know, it's going to be hat and glove season before you know it. And we, you know, the women come to us often without anything. And wow. they leave with enough to fill an apartment. <laughs> so clothes are huge. Uh, food, you know, food items and oh, drives and collections, nice. right? Because we feed 20 sure. people a meal. Sure. and wow. um, Housewares. We have not only our six homes, but women who aren't going into graduate housing, we like to help them, you know, set up some of their own place. And we do work with mustard seed and cross sure. borders. But, you know, all of those things are, are a blessing.
0: Wow, what a network. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's really pretty much all the time we have for today and Tommy I want to thank you thank you uh, very much for coming in today I also want to thank you and your staff for everything that you do to help improve our community and make it uh, a special place to live <laughs> and I want to thank you the listeners for again tuning in today it's a it's another great day in the city of Fort Wayne let's keep our momentum going this is Mayor Tom Henry and we'll see you again soon